fucking rolling. Squadcast. My name is Ed Rodriguez, and I'm joined always by the loser to my back. That's terrible. Chris, zero cool talking. How's it going, man? Good. I, I thought I might hear the whole song there. Yeah, I know. Producer Ben is producer Ben is, uh, is known for for playing like it's questionable music. Uh, you, you called it the Lord of the Rings. Lord, type. You know, it's like I, I'm checking my watch to find out when you're coming in. Nice. <laughs> I'm always coming in, baby. Welcome, welcome to our three-hour episode. I never pulled out. <laughs> Welcome to the show. It's, it's, it's two minutes in, and there's already been a reference about ejaculate. Cream pie reference. So there's, there's that. How you doing, buddy? It's all cosmic. There you go. I'm, I'm good, sir. You know, the season's finally over. So yeah, that helps. Yeah, I feel like a little weight lifted off, right? I, like I feel I, a lot of weight. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I usually do, but I feel the pressure for uh, keeping up with this, this Hindenburg. It's finally It's over. finally crashed, it's right? Finally the, it's just smoldering. Mm-hmm. The people have, you know, already died, and just the ashes are, are laid on the ground. Oh, the humanity! Oh, the humanity! Yes, it's finally over. It's finally over. We called it, sir. We called it. We spot were hoping on. so. Like we were hoping we were going to be wrong, right? You know, I really, really like being right. It's, it's a yeah, right. It makes uh, you, me it's feel kind good. of you kind of have like a sick satisfaction, don't you? I like being right. I like having proved so many, so, so many stupid people wrong. But trust the process. You know. This was always coming. This was, um, you know, I realized it today. We we went into the season with four former MLS players making all the decisions, all of the important decisions at our organization, and you saw what you got from that. So hopefully, you know, we we can we can change how we're doing things and, and get some grown ups, some real adults, some executives, some real executives, maybe some businessmen, some actual football. Men. I guess we're just jumping into it, huh? Uh, yeah. No, I, oh, I'm, like, I'm less like, than pleased. No, no, even like pleasantries, like, "Hey, how's it going? Oh, dude, good. Uh, uh, my week's been like this, like that, like that." Hey, yes. Ed, how you been? How's how's the week? Good, man. Uh, it's going, it's going well. Um, like I'm on like week two or three back in the gym. Okay. So my arms, I can, I, I showed you, I can barely lift them. Yeah, in like, your in your lovely Galaxy Windbreaker. Yeah, I like it. 
Well, I'm trying to look as 80s as possible, so I got like sweatpants at the gym. <laughs> my jo- my what is that guy's name? Joey Botafuco. Joey Botafuco. That is look. Now, kids, just Wiki- Young Wikipedia. People. Yeah, uh, I know I'm I'm not an old person. Young but people. I know I know old references. Yeah, I know references like from the from the from the 90s. You know. Yeah. I only I learned about Joey Botafuco from an episode of Married with Children. That's like. That was the first time I had heard his name. Again, kids. Uh, Wikipedia. Uh, the young people Googling. know Married with Children, right? I'm. I'm mm. Am I old? Is this is this the moment? If you ask if you ask a kid who was like 19 who Bud Bundy is, I don't I don't think I think you get a blank stare. Yeah. Or like if you have like a no man shirt doing a on. He's spinoff, by the way. He's yeah, going to do a Married well, with Children spinoff. No, he's not. It's again. No, but if you went and walked around like in a no man shirt, I think that people would just think that. <laughs> You you're against women, women yeah. yeah. You're part of the alt right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have your like parted haircut, you know, my haircut that I get. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't, I can't get it anymore. Are it's like really it's like the haircut of the alt right now. I'm like, fuck, that's just a really nice haircut. <laughs> oh yeah, it got canceled last year. Oh, that sucks. Well, it didn't get canceled because well, wasn't... I mean, like they they squashed the idea. Yeah, 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 exactly. No, things are going good, man. Back in the gym, so trying to lose them lbs for the wedding. I care less about that and yeah, yeah, more no. about a David Faustino mm-hmm. Married with Children spinoff. No, I understand. What was his rapper's name? Oh, Street Rapper Grandmaster B. Grandmaster B. Oh, yeah. Uh, you yes. don't have that at the top of your your top of your brain. <laughs> no, no, I don't. Uh, those are those were better days. Life was easier. They were, weren't they? They were. Um, let's just let's get into it because I know we we're gonna go, we're gonna go long today because we have a lot to talk about. Um, it's just one bit of um, uh, uh, Lars news. Um, we're gonna have our we're, well tentative date for the Lars holiday party is gonna be December ninth. Um, it is the day of the MLS Cup, so what we're thinking of doing is a MLS Cup slash a holiday party. Um, that way it'll end around seven eight. That way, if you have like work Christmas party obligations, you can still come out to our our party. We have you know food, drinks, we have uh, raffles. This year we're gonna have a Galaxy signed jersey. So you know, of the of the worst team in Galaxy history, you can actually own that memorabilia. Which I mean, if you're a collector, like, wouldn't you want that in your collection? Yeah, I mean, this is the it's e- going to be worth something. The easiest way to hold all these people to this forever. These are the people who sucked all this year, and except Alex for like Andrini one or two people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what. That, so we're gonna we have stuff like that at the party. Um, usually we do like a fifty fifty raffle. Like you put in. Money and half it goes to charity, half it goes to whatever winners picked out of the thing. Oh, that's good. That's um, good. So tentative, um, you know, check out the the Lars uh, social medias for all that information. It'll be coming out within the next, you know, couple weeks. We're gonna try to get that situated. Um, we don't have a location yet, but we do have the date. So plan. I may have I may have fallen down a hole about street rapper Grandmaster V. You uh, put it's your fucking OCD. Yeah. I'm, or not OCD. Uh, your ADHD popping yeah. up again. I'm, this is fascinating. Back to me. Sorry, I'm back in. Look at me. Look at me. I don't know where I was going I with that. I am the captain now. Yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. So that's all That's all the Lars news. Jones I mean, season's over, so she, yeah. ain't, she, she ain't going down going down anymore, so. It's all wrapping up. So we're getting yeah. to that point where, you know, we all get to see each other and shake hands for the last time for a little bit, and then um, I think we, I think we might be trying to get like a, a do like a get-together in November. That's good. Like a Lars event, like a fucking bowling night, some some shit like that. We've Just been talking about bowling night for years. Yeah, I, do. I would love a Lars. I want to smoke night. everyone in Lars and bowling. Except that time I whooped your ass. One time. I beat I beat Ed. I beat Ed's fucking ass One when time. we went out bowling. Okay. One time. Did it happen? Once. Did did, Is either, that a yes? did either one of you actually break a hundred? Oh, you're right. You want to know my high score? 
I do actually. Oh, two seventy five. Ooh. Oh my god. Damn. Yeah. Ed. Two seventy five. Really. Two seventy five. Get your balls off Ben's face. Get, get them off. It's <laughs> I not mean, nice. That sound you heard was me just. Okay. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. So 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 Ed, do you have your own balls and shoes? Yes. Oh yeah. He's like a bowler. Are you, are you like one of those bowlers that has like the fucking the, I have like, the finger like, like the hand truck have... dolly like has like four balls on it stacked up? No. So so Only my grandma one. used to be a bowler. Like she would do like the summer and fall leagues, whatever. And so as kids, we'd just go bowling, and we were in bowling leagues as kids, and we, so it was the thing that we grew up doing. So can you read the lane? You know how, yeah. you know how it's- Oh, Ed will kick your ass in Cause, bowling. Because, no, no, I had a friend, shout out to my boy Bob, who's like, he's bowled like three, four perfect games. He's got a couple of rings. I was I was a spare away from a perfect- A yeah. spare and like a nine at the end of the game yeah. from, from a perfect game. And, and he was trying to tell me how bowlers have game. You have to have game to be good at bowling. You have to know. You have to know how the lane is waxed or oiled yeah. or whatever it is. You have to know how the ball is going to break. He's like going through this whole thing about bowlers having game. I got a whole new respect for you, Ed. What's up? Ed's got some game. Ed can I, bowl, haven't, man. I haven't played in a while. I so uh, you know off track a little bit, but our first my my first date with my fiance, we went bowling, and I was like, I'm not very good. Da, da, da. Even though that's like total cliche, you went bowling, dude. It, you know, it's I mean, come, on, I'm poor, and that's like a cheap thing to do. Um, so we took her out bowling and i go i'm not very good and she like starts busting my balls because i take out my ball bag with my shoes and everything <laughs> in there she's like you're not very good huh i was like you know what? i'll bowl with my left hand so we make it competitive i still beat her by like 100 pins with yeah, my left arm because you can't let her win no sure. i gotta show her that my prowess my prowess <laughs> eric and i gotta I, show her that i'm a man eric and i've been bowling for like I'm, three I'm and a half years five foot four i i'm sure i'm all man you got, you got to take it where you can get yeah, it right eric and i've been bowling for like three and a half years four years somewhere around there I have never let her win once. Come on, dude. I will never let her win. It's this is 2017. We're we got to say we're equal. We are equal. I would. So I'm not going to let you win anymore. It's, it's not the 50s. I don't want to bullsplain her or whatever the phrase is. <laughs> like not 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 even like her birthday, anything like that. Oh no! Oh, we worse. we went bowling on her birthday because I beat like, her. Oh, that's fucked up, dude. That's <laughs> fucked. <laughs> what? I would have done the same thing. You were going to earn. Up pretty bad today. You, you are going to up. earn. Look. Any victory against when me. Chris beat me the one time, like he stole something. Mad, so oh, mad. I didn't something. show it <laughs> I internally. So mad. Yeah, I beat. The, oh. Because look at this. This is the one time he beat me. And he's like, yeah, I beat you though. Like mm-hmm. this is the one time. Yeah, Tuck, and I and I reference it. Tuck, what'd you bowl to beat him? What'd you bowl to beat him? It was like two. I got a picture of it. Oh, that was, was terrible. Yeah, I, I was you had an off day. So, so 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 Ed, is it fair enough to say that you beat yourself? I beat myself all the time. <laughs> Sometimes twice a night. <laughs> Whenever he's alone. Sometimes I'm just bored. No, he yeah, he definitely had an off, he had an off night, but Ed is like bright red right now. That's the best part of this. I feel like he was bored earlier. I'm so glad my mom doesn't listen to this anymore, or my my, my fiance. So, so that whole like G-rated show thing is just like out the door, right? Oh, I mean, I didn't there's you. like no way you guys are gonna pull that off if we do that. So I beat I beat Ed by by what is it? Uh, ninety points, ninety pins. You beat him by ninety pins. Yeah, yeah two twenty-eight, two twenty-eight to one thirty. Look, so basically, you folded out after like the fifth frame. You're like, you were so pissed off, you just couldn't. We even were do in it. Portland. I didn't have my ball, my my, uh, my shoes. We were not in Portland. We were in Torrance. Oh, it was, oh, it was Torrance. We were in Gable, House? Still, Gable House. This was, I believe, it was Gable. It was, House. it was a house house ball. It was Gable it was House. Like, the fuck. What can, what can I do? Excuses. They're all dented and shit, man. Like, what do you want me to do? I, I feel like you didn't have Ben to help you cheat, so you weren't in <laughs> the I feel like that's what happened. <laughs> right, right, right. It seems. But yeah, so so important and so uh, out of the norm that I took a photo of it. And still I think I got saved. 138. You I think that's why it was awesome. Yeah. You got 138? Yeah. 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 Dude, I got news for you. That 138 would beat, like, my highest score. Are you serious? Ever. 
That was like it's probably my worst like, yeah. game in like ten years. <laughs> he was so uh, you were off, and I couldn't stop throwing strikes. Yeah, no, it was crazy. Now, like, if you do Lars Bowling, I'm just gonna bring my boy Bob to bowl for me. He's just gonna be like, he's gonna have a shirt that says <laughs> your, you your know. pitch, uh, your pitch bowler. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know who also <laughs> lost really bad this weekend? The like, Galaxy. Nice transition. Transition, right? That, hey. was, that was very nice. No, that was terrible. Um, we don't even really want to go into the game. I think yeah, well, it's, we it's, gotta, it's pointless. We, we just we gotta talk about it briefly. I Gianni mean, was good for two minutes. The, the well, the, the the amount of quit that that team showed was fairly impressive. And what, that's the sad thing is because every post game quote, it's like the guys gave up. The guys gave up. That's been the fucking same thing for the last two months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if you if you watch anything after like the thirty fifth minute, that team, I mean, just look. I mean, oh, it was bad. Yeah, that team could not. I mean, and I think according to league rules, they're all, the, the team is on vacation this year. This is the, or on vacation, on vacation now. Yeah, they're like they're off for a week. And then I think the team calls them back for training for mm-hmm. two or three weeks or something like that. And they can do more with, um, I don't know if homegrown players, they can do more with, with G2 players, bubble players, um, academy players, than they're allowed to do with uh, MLS players as far as the, the training and timing right and the regiment they want to get them on. Yeah, but I just wonder, you, you know, how many of those players actually came back to L.A. or did they just like say, fuck it, they just like, like Cole went home from Dallas. It's like, fuck it, I'm going back to London. He should have. I mean, I mean that shit. I mean that whole that thing was the whole game was pathetic. Yeah, I hope that's not the last game we see of Cole. I really want him to come back. It's in the it's in the galaxy's hands. But I mean, well, how do you not bring him back though? Well, he he said he wants to come back. He told Kevin Baxter, yeah. Kevin Baxter. Well, I, I liked that that statement from him to yeah. come out and be like, if I don't come back, you know why? Like yeah. you know, yeah, you know exactly, you know exactly why. why. It's not it's not in his hands. And and just to 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 clarify it in case everyone hasn't followed, Ashley Cole's in his uh, was in the last year of his agreement. He will be a and the galaxy free. has galaxy has a team option. Yeah, he has a, they have a team option, so they have. It's not even a matter of negotiation. They just have to say we want him and have to activate the uh, the team option in his contract, and he's back for. And it'll year. be it'll be at the same price that he's getting now. He won't be. I mean, I he'll well, probably he get like a, raise, a little bit, yeah. a little bit. But I mean, yeah, he's got to get some sort of. Raise. But you're not you're not getting. It's probably going to be like ten, fifteen thousand. It's not much when you get like a little bump, but it's like. For a guy like Cole's been out of his mind yeah. in a terrible fucking team, yeah. like he's, how do you not bring him back? Even even to be a fucking veteran for the young guys, like yeah. how do you not bring him back? That's what he even said himself. He's like, I I'm, I want to teach these guys. Yeah. It's like how do you not bring that guy back? Well, he, lo- he especially he loves it here because <laughs> yeah. he can walk down the street and no one knows who the fuck yeah. he is. Well, yeah, for a guy who came who was so maligned when he came in, nobody wanted him in L.A. and he I has just become him. such a huge fan favorite. I mean, everybody loves him because like, he's proven just, everyone. Yeah. Was, it, look, he's like he came here. He's like, I just want to play. I want to show that I can be here. Like I know I've made comments in the past, but uh, but I, I will never judge a player based on comments they made prior to coming. I mean, I look. I do I really. Well, look. Do I not want you? Well, that was part of the but reason I, why no but, one wanted Cole here. But do I and not you, want you because you. of? Do I not want you because of comments you made in the past? Absolutely. Once you're here, I care about what you're doing. I care about whether you are contributing regularly. I care about whether you are a regular detractor from the team, like a certain captain or a previous captain. Even I care about what you're doing week in and week out to help my team get better, to help our organization get better. And he has he's contributed. He is fucking pulled more of these assholes on his back to pull them to something that looks close to respectable. So does he does he deserve the contract? Sure. I'll be honest, I'm personally iffy on whether we should activate it just because he's getting older and we have that history of keeping people about a year too long and it would be pricey to keep him a year too long, but if you get a a a Cole that performs half half as good. He's, he's still better than he's all the fucking defenders we got. He's absolutely our best 
outside back option if he is half as good as he's been this year. And so to that point, I, I say, you know, you have to. You have to offer it to him. And then you keep Cole as like a U.S. Open Cup guy. It's like, it's, it's all right. Keep him as a brand ambassador. <laughs> keep him as, but keep him as someone. He's still a face. I mean, he, I mean he's, still, he's still a face, a recognizable face in this yes. league. To all, you know, to soccer fans, he's a recognizable face. Mm-hmm. But walking down the street in, on, on, on Sepulveda in L.A., like. Just a black dude. He's just, he's just, just a brother, man. Yeah. Just a black dude till he likes, opens his mouth. White women. Yeah, till he till he opens his mouth. Oh, and then he's like, oh, he has that Cockney accent. I love that shit. You know, oh, he's so small. Oh, he has love. Cockney accent. Yeah, but then he I want his Cockney. I want his. He becomes not black when he opens his mouth. You know. What? Why? why? Because he has the English accent. Exactly. Fucking. He sounds. <laughs> why? If you can I, get I shot by to, the cops. I just had to. That's that's the rule. Black is based on how you're treated. That's that's very true. Not, not, exactly. So 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 how the fuck is he not? Be... How has he not got pulled over? I mean, the dude. I mean, <laughs> oh Ed, he's got to live in Manhattan oh, Ed, Beach. What are you doing, man? He's got to live in Manhattan Beach. Eddie. That dude gets pulled over every <laughs> Thursday. Just gotta, just come on, Ed, do it, do it, Ed, do it. Oh boy. No, I know. Where's, I get... where's one of your sick transitions, Ed? Um. So Chani, <laughs> I'm talking about another black guy. Yeah. That... A French black guy. Exactly. No, I mean. Did you? Well, did Johnny's still... good for two minutes of the game, but the rest of the game, fucking terrible. He's still my. He's still Johnny. He's still. You know what? Good on you. Get your get your goal. I like that the whole team celebrated with him. That was nice because I'm I'm sure he's had a rough going of of getting acclimated and and fitting in, and he's not exactly a fan favorite. So it was great to see. Really? He, should he? Should he be? I mean, I got drunk and told him he's not good enough. So, oh no! Did I not tell you that story? <laughs> oh yeah, when I was down on the field You're for the player, yeah, oh. for the player of the year, you are an player of the year. You are an Allison asshole. Drini got the trophy. Uh, when Shiani walked up, I hugged him and was like, "Hey man, you seem really cool. You're not good enough to be on this team, but you seem nice." Oh, what a and then dick. I like walked away. I, I felt bad. Well, about he's, it. he's barely he English, so it's okay. Yeah, probably didn't understand. Right. You were drunk, and so he probably barely understood you. Hey. Yeah, he's fine. He's like, oh, thanks, man. I'm going to go score a goal. Yeah. Yeah, good on him. <laughs> he, he scored a goal, and he lifted up his shirt and said, fuck Chris Tucker on it. <laughs> <laughs> I would have liked that. People were like, confused because, like, what did the, the actor ever do to you? But yeah. you know, they didn't get it. It's all good. It's this loud mouth fuck. Yeah. Why do you I don't sound know like that, 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 that was fucking terrible French. <laughs> Mr. Hamoka, Especially after like, last week's song. I figured you, you, you oh, would have learned at least God. some Oh, French. by the way, Ben got lit I got the do, fuck up I got on, lit up on, on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. This fool. We, 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 didn't we say that, it, would just, it would be Romanian? great if you, just, if you stopped making poor decisions like that. It it was, would make my life so I got to be honest with you, Tuck. was the highlight of my week. <sighs> was the highlight of my week. In fact, I was bummed I deleted that song off the playboard. Over here, uh, I would I would have fucking this, played this, that this week. We this, will go back to recording in unequivocally, closets. unequivocally. <laughs> this would have been your last episode. We would have, we would go back to recording closets because my life, my, that life, brought back. my life is centered around ease and what I can do to to relieve stress and problems for me as much as I can. So if if I if I have to make what could be an unpopular decision. To make it so I can stop receiving texts that say when is Ben's last episode, I would like that. <laughs> I would prefer. I would prefer Dude, that option. All all you have to do is give him my social. Say here, you know, send him a song. I, I, do you get, do if you you're get, out, if you're out there and you got a song you want to hear, just send it to me. No, no, don't, let, don't let send you, it to you. Let your Ed question. and I will decide the music okay. so we don't have to listen. No, to No, listen. I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of on the fence even giving Chris the reins on picking Whoa, music. Why is that? You're terrible. How he sent you? me a song today. Hold on, why? He sent me a song today that he wanted to play as the opener. Oh, so not terrible. Uh, it's bad. Inappropriate. I mean, both. Why? So what's his name? Ray Schmurder? Bobby, Sh- Bobby, uh, or Bobby Sh- Shrimp? Schmer? No, whatever. Bobby uh, Schmurder. Schmurder, whatever. Schmurder. This dude sends me a song 
that has like, and I'm not gonna say the word. Oh. I'm not gonna say it. no. Don't fucking text me the song, Ben. It says the, the you know, the, the N word. Do you want me to help you here? Yes, please, Chris. It says, it I, don't says, know, I wasn't gonna say it. I don't want to say it. The title of the song is "Hot Nigger" by Bobby uh, Schmurda. He says it no less than. 20 times in the first 10 seconds. He says it a couple times. A couple's bullshit. Well, I, look, I was trying to... So that's not a bad song. By the way, and Ben wanted to name the episode with fuck in the title last week. Yeah. Well, and this guy, and Chris wants to play the N-word in, in the, the opening song, which people are probably listening to on the way to work. And we took it back. We, okay, we that's reclaimed fine. it. That's fine. 44, you know. We, I mean, we we're good. Black resident. Yeah, yeah. We're, so everything's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of on the rope of even getting any of these guys. On the rope? Or on the on the fence, sorry. On the see? rope is that? Yeah, see, it's, <laughs> sorry, it's no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. And it's beat right again. Oh, damn, yeah. man! You know that makes me feel a whole lot better for my black guys living in Manhattan Beach yeah, comments. Really? I yeah, do. No. I feel a lot better. I mean, his was a slip of the tongue. Yours yeah. sounded like a legitimate issue hey, for black people. Look, my family's from the East Coast. What do you want me to do, man? <laughs> oh fuck! What, what, the, the, no, no, like sidetrack again. I went to St. Louis, like. 15 years ago my grandpa literally was like this is the Italian neighborhood this is the black neighborhood that's the way it is this is where the Irish live I'm like oh this is how it works still over here yeah. cool well it's the east coast that's right why, on that's why you stay in Los Angeles where it's safe yes dude is that way just go up to Bakersfield man there's certain areas dude just as a Hispanic guy I don't go in Bakersfield but then you gotta be like, in Bakersfield yeah, yeah. Gotta, who would go to Bakersfield I know anyway, dude the, so there's, this, there's Moo Creamery up in Bakersfield you Moo you're going through, Creamery yeah, Moo, Moo Creamery that's M- all I'm saying Moo Creamery Moo Moo it's gotta be Moo Anyway, that was not a bad song. It was just inappropriate for the opening. That's not a bad song, oh, and I it's, it's, and I it's, it's always would have ran it by you, dude. It's so inappropriate. It's not even on iTunes. Oh, it's, it's oh, it's on iTunes. It's definitely on it's iTunes. Definitely. I yeah. was, dude. I was just looking Bobby for it. Bobby Schmurda is not like a he's he's not what you would call like an independent artist. So, do we even want to talk about the the rest of the game? It's it's terrible. You saw the game. It's terrible. Uh, I did see it, and it was it was awful, and it's not really deserving of. Uh, a conversation it's not really we got scored on a lot we got scored on a whole bunch and we gave up and we gave up is the worst part we gave the fuck up there's there they look done they look ready for the season to be over they look as interested in they're glad Ooh. please don't oh. is this this better be like the fucking it's it's, it's, it's yeah it's a clean version is it really well he just said motherfucking yeah so no no dude <laughs> And I, I am entirely responsible for the next, like, 20 seconds of this show. Does that work? Uh, own it, Tucker. Uh, uh. Really? <laughs> Jungle Beats. Hot uh, uh. me. And Chewy on some hot nigga. Like I talked to Shacy when I shot nigga. Ed looks so triggered. And we keep the mind on my block nigga. Because you didn't want to open this. No. Why? Why? It's like 105 degrees. That was the point. Because I'm a hot, you know. You've said it five times already. Just say it again. <laughs> I don't know. I like, I like how he stops there. Like, yeah. I don't want to upset anybody. <laughs> I, would, I would hate to offend. So this game was bad. If you ain't a hoe, get up on my trap. See, I've been selling cracks since like the fifth grade. Sorry. This is a guy, and he'll probably sing a fucking... Uh, song by Wham in like two seconds. Oh, absolutely. The, the dichotomy of Chris is so fucking weird. My current ringtone. Sure know about that. Current ringtone, Careless Whisper. There you go. <laughs> Anyways, terrible game. Uh, again, Diop, terrible. Yeah. Butterfingers again. He is what he is. No, no Chiani with the terrible back pass, and Diop comes and di- like Are karate you... kicks some dude down in the box. Like 
to give the PK and get a red card. Yeah. Like we have to get another red card. Uh, we had to get another red card. Of course. Um, are you surprised Diop had a poor game? He was. He's kind of been better the last couple of games. I mean, so I mean, I'll give it I'll better. Give it better in the last couple of games includes him kicking someone for a red card. <laughs> yeah. Just, just so you understand what you just said. Um, I'm gonna talk about this game. Okay. Because again, I mean, what was it was like? Um, Matt Hedges' goal. Mm-hmm. It's like the the winning game winning goal basically. Mm-hmm. Diop, it's like a simple header. It bounced off the turf. Literally, Diop like bounces off his chest, comes back down. Matt Hedges puts it away. Yeah. He's terrible. Oh, so bad. He is not good enough. We f- we saw Roe again though after the red card. I like that. Roe's still. He's alive. been he's been dead somewhere for the last two months. We have no idea where he's been. It's all over. It's, it's he, over. It's it's oh god, it's been so weird. Alessandrini has eight Man of the Match awards for this season. The same number of wins that we have. Do you remember last season when I called that we would have eight wins all season and I got called crazy? And we I knew someone, okay, exactly I knew someone eight. called eight wins. I thought it was either you or I thought it was Guessman. It was me. Okay. Come on. Come on. That's pretty dope. Josh? Yeah. I love I love Mr. Guessman. He he's not gonna Josh? He's not gonna say that uh Oh he's we no, no, no. Wins. You can go I, I mean I listen to the shit every week. Sure. I mean he, he called like he called a bad season. Called, I mean, but he called it like, like what you said, like seven, eight wins. So, hmm. I'm, just, I mean, I gotta look. Uh, yeah. back. I'm, I'm not, you know, look. Perhaps you know, he did. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure he called eight wins. I think he called it on the nose too. Okay, so, whatever. Hey, good on him. So, fucked both of you for jinxing our season. Yeah, I'm at fault for this. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um. So we got a couple of voicemails. Um. We're gonna go to the voicemail hotline. Is that what we're gonna call it? Sure. Mr. Telephone Line. Mr. Is that what we're going to call it? I like it. Make sure, make sure we can hear the voicemails this time, Ben. Yeah, you want the music beneath. Who we got up first, Ben? We got Jim from Dallas, assuming this thing wants to work. You should play Hot Nigga again. <laughs> Hi, guys. This is Jim from... Dallas, Texas. Been an Alec Galaxy supporter for a very long time. My second time calling in. So, I went to this last game, right? I actually drove my ass an hour and 45 minutes to get to that far as fuck stadium that they have all the way out there. And I gotta tell you, it was by far the most depressing thing I have ever seen. I felt as if I could have done better. And I just recently read an LA, Gal- uh, an LA Times article about the LA Galaxy essentially saying that they're going to rebuild with the pieces that they have. And essentially telling people not to expect too much change. And I also read on Reddit that the LA Galaxy were inquiring about Miguel Ibarra, the guy who I think was called up by Jurgen Klinsmann twice. And then he went on a dismal performance in the NASL and it's just been awful. And the top comment on that was, why? And I think that kind of summarizes this whole season and everything that has been going on. Why? Why did this happen? And I got to tell you, everyone is turning against Gio, against his brother, because they are essentially what's bad with the LA Galaxy. Wasteful, irresponsible spending. So that's all I got to say. I love the podcast. You guys make it all worth it. I mean, hopefully it stays that way and things don't continue to get worse. But if they do, I'll always be listening. 
Thank you guys for doing this. Goodbye. All right. Thank you, sir. Yeah, always a pleasure. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Dallas, you know what's funny? You know what's funny is um, we have three voicemails today. Yeah. Two from out of state. One from, I think, Canada. International base. Yeah. Um, he didn't leave a name, and it was just 647 area code, and I looked it up. It was Ontario. What was, that? what was the name of the last caller? What was the name of the last caller, Ben? That was Jim in Dallas. Jim. Jim, we appreciate it. Thank you, buddy. Uh, as as we are, we do our best to consistently say, this is all of our show. This is us as you as much as it is us. So, and uh, Jim, thank you very much. If you want to hit us up, except, on... except for me, because I don't get to pick the music. Yeah. If you want, if you, you want make to hit... horrible decisions, <laughs> if you made better decisions, I would be more open to it. Yeah. Uh, Jim, if you guys want to hit, if you want to hit us up on uh, our socials like, and give me your address, I can send you out some uh, Riot Squad sec- uh, Riot Quad- God damn Riot it. Squad. Squad cast stickers. I've only been doing this for a year and a half, but you know whatever. You'll get the title. I'll get the title eventually. eventually. There hasn't been a year and a half either. It's been like a year and a month, dude. Come on. See, this is why you don't get to make decisions, Ben. Yeah. You don't. You don't question him on. You just yeah, roll dude. with it. Yeah. We're consistently wrong. Yeah. Why would he be wrong right about that? Oh yes, you know. Don't you, call me I, bullshit. <laughs> All right. What, what, no, what do they, you think? What do you think of the Megillah? Megillah Gorilla. Again, kids, Google. You'll find out. <laughs> Google. Why are you gonna references. get all racial again, dude? Come on, what? dude. Megillah Gorilla. Damn. What do you think of the Ibarra rumors, Tuck? Um, I it, it we have like a billion midfielders. Can I? Can I? Let me let me go real quick. Please. What's the one position we need? Uh, forward. What position does Miguel Ibarra play? Uh, outside winger. Outside midfielder. Why are we trying to get another winger? Because there's... When we a, have three. There's, three an answer, there's an answer to the question. Three. It, it calls into... That qu- we're, we're already going to probably bench Emma next year. Yes. Well, do you think this means that they're planning on moving... Um, Emma Boateng? Yes. No, I'm moving Allison Drini up. No, 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 no. no. It'll be Boateng. Boateng's going to be gone by, yeah. by the beginning. He may, of not, he may not be gone. He may be asked to, to play a bench role. Of all the positions, <laughs> did you just see Ed right now? Well, of, of all the positions that were, the of all the positions where it makes the least amount of sense, would be where Miguel Ibarra plays. Um, whether it's on the left or the right, you have Legette that can play outside midfield who'll be back next year. So does You're, this mean Legette's not progressing as well I as I, thought, I don't maybe? know, but you have Legette who can play outside midfield. You have Boateng that can play outside midfield. You have Alessandrini that can play either side of outside midfield. Um, you have Mendiola that's com- that's su- supposed to be breaking through if that's the plan. You have Villarreal who is available and supposed to breaking through. Even if you're looking at the G2 players we have who are not ready to make that jump yet, the one position we're okay at would be in the midfield, pretty much spread across the middle. Um, it, it, it doesn't make a ton of sense, but we need a name, and, and they don't seem to have that much faith in, in Emma. Do you want to you want to take a guess how much Miguel Barra cost? Minnesota this year. Ooh, we'll, uh, we'll continue our game of guess the player salaries. I mean, Ben, do you want to say the answer? Ben, do you want to tell the answer a little bit? No, I, I, I I'm going to go three uh, fifty. I think that cool. costs. Did his, that... his base salary is two ninety. His compensation was three twenty two. That's not fucking bad for a, a team I don't follow at all. It's a lot. That's of money. crazy, money, crazy money, money for a position we don't need yeah. for a guy who hasn't performed in MLS. Yeah. Yeah, isn't he Superman or Batman? He has he has what uh, ten appearances on left side of uh, attacking midfield hey, where he at, did his best. Find so out where which Boateng one he is. Played. Is he Superman or Batman? 
What the fuck are you talking about? That's what they called Ibarra and... Batman and Robin? No, they called him like Superman and Batman. Oh, I don't care. Don't look who, who it up. Don't look it up. I care. Look, look it up. Look it up. Care. Shut up, Ben. Fuck you. I'm You're up. sliding right into that Gilbert rule. God, uh, God I wish we could meet Ben on this. Oh, side. don't even do that. <laughs> don't even call me Gilbert. I'm gonna fucking. He made, but he made the majority. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fucking couple. He made. The, he made the majority of his appearances right where Boateng would play every week if he's going to play. Um, if you're going to keep Jao Pedro and Jonathan in the middle, he made the majority of his his appearances right where Sebastian Legette would play on the left side of attacking midfield. He he was subbed almost as often as he played. Like it doesn't outside of needing a name and outside of having money to burn, I don't really understand it. Yeah, is that like even a name like that that brings you fucking seats? Jurgen Jurgen signed Jurgen would play him a year and a half ago, so he's decently notable. We need a US men's national team player. He's twenty seven. Has either one of you when you saw him play, did you see anything that would lead you to believe that he was gonna be good? He when had, he played in when he played in with the national team, NASL, or, I mean, that he no, was, no. When he, he played when he, when he played at a higher level, he was either with the national I team. Don't, or I don't this remember past him have, ever having a good game. He's decent. I don't. Not good enough to spend. Has he, has he scored for the national team? I don't think so. But he's, not good he's enough to play against like a Cuba or something. Yeah, he must. Not, I haven't seen enough to warrant spending three hundred and thirty thousand, three hundred and fifty thousand, three hundred and sixty thousand if he gets a raise. There hasn't been enough to warrant spending three hundred and sixty thousand on a player. Who is not of a positional need? Okay, so what point? So how much of that contract would Minnesota have to pick up? And don't say all of it. If we're inquiring, justify, if we're inquiring about it to, to justify well, it, fifty percent. All right, so so or, or, I'm sorry, that would make you okay with it, not just to justify it. That would make you you okay. Fifty percent as okay. a as a bench player, hundred fifty thousand. I that'd be fine. I just it it doesn't make any sense because he would be so far down the the pecking order, or he'd be pushing down someone down the pecking order who had it, who was decent. So you're either you're either, you know, and let's play devil's advocate. You're either pushing down Alessandrini, which isn't going to fucking happen, or you're pushing down Emma Boateng, who I thought was good this year. Um given a, a pretty shoddy team. I don't I don't understand the point of signing him if that's what you're doing unless Emma's going away. Um and I don't know how much Emma makes. I don't know if you have that readily available, but he definitely makes less than 330,000. I think he was, yeah. I think he was making like yeah. one sixty or something like that. So it's like you're you're doubling the value of Emma for a guy who gives you similar production, um, who is not of a positional need where you have bodies for it. It just it, it why? But it, it, again, it seems like we we with the the rumors of uh, more general allocation and targeted allocation money for next season. It seems like we have money to burn. We're confused as to what we should spend it on. So we're going to toss it at any available name that's half decent that most fans of MLS or of U.S. soccer may have potentially heard of and throw them in and say, hey, look, we we upgraded because we we can't upgrade at the, the places of actual need. We can't upgrade at the positions where some people have been, you know, um, they performed not as well as we would have liked or, or perhaps that they're they're. Their salary would warrant. Boateng was one fifteen, by the way. So Boateng, that's fucking ridiculous. That's crazy. Why? There's zero reason. To, I, I I went through calm. Uh, there is zero reason to sign that guy. <laughs> there's zero fucking reason to sign that guy. It's another. It's. I mean, and you know, it's it's still it's still. I I can't stand this. The people who run this team. It's still, um, you know, yet to be seen if if Jonathan's going to be good in this league. Um, I'm still on the fence about him. Like you know, it's uh, most international guys who come in. 
I think you're crazy. I think he will be good in this league. I, I think you're crazy to think that he won't be good in this league. No, no, no. I'm not saying he will. will I'm just saying we, I'm not we saying might he's not be able to. We might not see him be good. good in this league. But if he can be consistent, he's going to be good. It's it's another it's another problem. Okay, uh, okay, well, sure. <laughs> and by that, and by that I mean healthy, consistently healthy. As long as he's consistently healthy, he'll be fine. But it's a, it's a, it goes back to Galaxy buying players in positions we don't we need don't need to, we don't but need. It, that that's this current FO's philosophy is just to put you know get get players that they think are good and throw them out there. And but let's talk. Let's talk. See, and we're on the topic now. Let's I, we got we got that other phone. Call. Oh, we, got, we, we got more calls. Yeah, we got we got two more phone calls. One of them. Then let's 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 talk. We'll talk about the FO a little bit later. Let's get to those calls All right. first. All right. Super well, super quick. Emma had uh, four goals this season. Miguel Ibarra had three. Miguel Barr had three assists. Emma had two. What about minutes what played? What is the fucking point? What about minutes played? I mean, Emma played like Emma three played, times the games um, that, you played, that you played. Yeah, Emma played 2,322 minutes. Miguel Barr got uh, 1,760. Yeah, I heard that Miguel Barr had a thing with Adrian Heath or something like that's that. The thing, that's the thing. I think that's why they're moving him. He's a mouthpiece. I guess he got he got um, interest like during the summer from like New York and I think Seattle. I think that might be why the interest is coming back to Galaxy with Siggy here now again. So... Well, do well. All right. Well, we'll we'll get to the front office in a minute. Let's, let's yeah, play we'll this call about, about the. the yes, yeah, play this the second call and then. Who's the second call from, dude? Uh, the second call is Matt in Denver. Matt from Denver. See, sounds Denver. like a country song. Yeah, from Denver. What's up, Riot Podcast? This is Matt in Denver calling right after the Dodgers big game one hey. the World Series. Super pumped about that. Anyways, over the decision day weekend, I was talking with one of my good friends from college, who's from DC, and unfortunately is a D.C. United fan, and we were talking about comparing trophy numbers. Now, uh, D.C. United and the Galaxy have the same number of trophies between MLS Cup, Supporter Shield, Open Cup, and CONCACAF Champions League. My friend and I came to agree that the first tiebreaker on hardware should be MLS Cup, so the Galaxy are still in front. You know, that's kind of like the win. Everybody wants the MLS Cup more than they want Supporter Shield or the Open Cup, but they'll take any trophy they can get. After that, we had a little bit of a disagreement, and I want to get your guys' take on this, because we were talking about the Galaxy officially clinching wooden spoon. DC United has three wooden spoons. This is obviously the Galaxy's first wooden spoon of their history. Should wooden spoons the most be the second tiebreaker in comparing teams with the same number of trophies, or should it be who has more supporter shields as opposed to U.S. Open Cup? Because comparing like wooden spoons to other trophies, one that's kind of like your goal differential, which would be your second tiebreaker um, in the MLS standings. Just wondering if we get your take on that, even though it's not Galaxy related. Love the show. Go Galaxy. Sweet. Thank you, Matt, from Denver. I love hearing good uh, Again, if you want to hit us up with your address, we can send you guys some stickers out there. Uh, I got to get rid of the stickers, man. They're just fucking in my just car. Start putting them, putting them up around Long Beach. That's what I do. I don't go, I don't go out. Oh, well, that's... Yeah, I can understand that. <laughs> um, Chris pointed out to me, we should probably explain what the wooden spoon is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the wooden spoon is given out to the worst team in MLS. The supporters group of the worst team in MLS. In MLS. So um, I think they only started it like two years ago. Um, I, don't, I don't know. Because I think it's part of the I, independent supporters. Council. I think the only two, the only team that's on there is Chicago, because they've been back to back wooden spoon winners. Correct. They were the inaugural 2015 wooden spoon winners. So I mean, and so technically, if you want to go back throughout the years, I mean, whatever. You could do it. But yeah. Who gives a shit? But technically, it's only been in existence for three years now. So I, I got a, a tweet from um, my buddy Scott Swearingen, who runs the uh, Timbers Army. And he goes, hey, where do I send the uh, wooden spoon? And I was like, do not send that to me. I will destroy it. 
that I, w- yeah i guarantee you I will, I will put it in a bin and i will set it on fire yeah and he goes well i, I guess we'll send it to the acv then i was like good smart good, decision good luck not having that destroyed too yes. <laughs> you probably don't want to send it to anybody but yeah the independent supporters council which is a a, a group of um representatives from most of the supporters groups in the country um, you explained that last week per t- yeah did i yeah typically obviously lars isn't a part of it um but they, they, the plan is to send this around to the supporters group who supports the the last place team in MLS. Uh, obviously, thanks to Mr. Klein, Mr. Vianus, Mr. Onolfo, and uh, we'll go ahead and say uh, Mr. Schmidt. Uh, the Galaxy are the last place team in MLS, and, and thus the ACB and the Riot Squad are the proud owners of the MLS Wooden Spoon for a year. So Awesome. You know, we've waited awesome. and seen. So. Um, so, yeah, we're in dead last. Uh, I, I, I think it's... I think it's a funny idea. Obviously, MLS Cup should be a tiebreaker. I think we there is an innate need in American sports to have a tiebreaker. In the in the major trophies, MLS counts. We're tied with DC United. Fine. I have one more star than them, or I have a big gold star. Yeah. Just so fucking stupid. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I wish we could go back to the the number of stars on our jersey. Five across the top would be nice, but um, yeah, it's it's a funny idea. But I, you know, we're we're just tied. It's cool. <sighs> Yeah. I wish we had never won this. It's it's awful. But we, if you're a completionist, you got to get one of everything. Well, we're never going to fucking compete in like the Emirates Cup. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe one day. Go wooden spoon. Go yeah, go wooden spoon. Thank you for calling. Was it Dave? Dave in Denver? No, Matt in Denver. Matt in Denver. Thank you for calling, Maddie. Oh, we got unknown from the six four seven, which I looked it up, and it's Ontario, Canada. Our home and native land. Leave your name, guys. Twenty seventeen. Where you from? And we've turned into TFC from twenty eleven. We used to be the team that signed Robbie Keane. We used to have a plan, something to go on. And they used to be the team that had Gilberto Mista and Julian de Guzman as designated players. And we've doubled that up by deciding to have the Dos Santos brothers. Who was a Spurs supporter I'd forgotten about over a decade ago. So so what's the plan? We're going to bring back Bruce. Maybe nobody's going to get fired. No one will care. LAFC will come in. And we're going to turn into the fucking Mets. Oh, no. The TFC's good now. And for the second year in our history, we're out of the play... Third year, sorry. Third year. We're out of the playoffs before them. Fuck. Oh, oh, okay, there he is. He's back. Give him time. Well, thank you very much, sir. Is that it? Okay. Thank you for calling. Yeah. I can tell you. He, he, he may have killed himself. He was definitely taking some hits off something. Yeah, he was blame. definitely taking some hits off something. Yeah, Do not blame. Freaking when you talk like that. Uh, I know that because Chris does it all the time. I dare you. you, you I, I do hear, not smoke joints. You can hear yeah. your fucking vape pen when you're... Right. Well, what I said is I don't smoke joints. Okay. <laughs> vape pen is, is different. Is different? Um, yeah, that was, a, that was a 2011 TFC. It's a terrible team. They probably beat us. They would probably beat us today. They had Danny Cooverman's on that team. Uh, Richard Eckersley. I don't know, man. Stefan Fry coming through. That was his uh, his big year in TFC. Brittany's uh, boy, Nathan Sturgis, was there. Brian Johnson. Eric Avila. Jao Plata. Some some MLS players there. Like, we're Jao really... Plata played for TFC? Who? Jao Plata? I, I Jao Plata, just, yeah, yeah. I saw a guy. Um, oh, that's... We, you know... 
we're re oh Ty Harden's on that team. Awesome. Anyway, yeah, we're 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 just we're just the worst, and we all we all knew it, and we all saw it, and it's over. It's it's over. You guys are supporters of the worst team in galaxy history. That fucking blows, man. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're a fan, first time ever. Dead last in MLS. If you're a fan long enough, eventually you're going to see, you know, a worst ever team. Probably. People still got jobs, Chris. If everyone, you, everyone still has jobs. If you fucked up on your job royally, mm -hmm. lost money of the, for the company, mm -hmm. lost customers for the company. Lost customers for the company should be the big one. Would you keep your job? Uh, no, and I imagine most of us wouldn't. Why the fuck are these people, not only are they not getting fired... They're literally just getting put somewhere else in another position. It is it is a shuffling of cards. Like nothing happened today. So we're we're talking about um Peter. Pete Vahanus is the Catholic priest of the LA Galaxy. He's right. He raped my team oh. and just got moved to another another fucking congregation. That's not gonna work. That is not gonna work out well for you at all. Did that not happen? It's it's exactly what happened. Is that not true? I saw that I saw that movie uh, that came out a couple years ago with Mark Ruffalo. Uh, the oh, fuck what was that movie called? Uh, it's gonna bother me now. It's but yeah, I, I saw it. It was um, uh, uh, no, it was a movie about the Boston Globe. Yeah, yeah, I saw that shit. Uh, Spotlight. Spotlight. Yeah. Spotlight. That was a good, great movie. movie actually, really good. That. Catholic priest. Weird. How do you how do you keep a job? Because he can't. It's because be our, our friends aren't powerful fucking CEOs, right? right. That's why we work shitty jobs. That's why that's why we work that's for like if we fuck up, we get thirteen, fired. fourteen dollars an hour. These dudes get in six yeah, if figures. You want, if you want job security, you need to work, work for, for your friends. You need to work for Chris Klein and you need to make sure that you're not like a ticket rep. By the way, what we're speaking of, and most of you probably know this by now, Pete was quote unquote fired. Yeah. But more there you go. More he just got moved back to his VP of soccer operations job that he had. Oh Jesus. my friend, no he did not. <laughs> He did not get moved back to his VP of soccer operations. You know why? Because he did the job the entire time he was general manager. The only What's thing that the job can the I get only a description of these jobs? Like, does anyone know? Do you know what um what a uh, Gordon like, Kleshin does? Like, what does a fucking technical director yeah, do? Isn't Gordon Kleshin like the? He's the director of soccer operations. Pete Vines. I thought is, Gordon Kleshin was the <laughs> the community outreach guy. You know the problem with the galaxy? You never know what anyone is doing. You know that Jovan Krosky has a billion jobs. You know that Pete Vianis had at least two jobs. I thought Jovan worked for Fox. Jovan worked for Fox and was our chief scout and was an Technical assistant director. coach. And you, you was gotta, a yeah, director. you gotta love our chief scout working for a fucking Fox. I I would love that if it gave him the opportunity to scout players that were successful, um, which he has failed to do time and again. I just like our chief scout to spend time scouting. But the idea that well, I would like a chief scout where that's what that guy does. Where the thing he is responsible for, <laughs> where the thing he is responsible for, is scouting players exclusively. The only thing he has to fucking worry about is finding a player to play right back, finding a player to play goal, finding a player. If Jovan Krovsky is our chief scout, and you failed to manage, if you you failed to scout a striker for the offseason, knowing you needed one, or for the transfer window, knowing you needed a striker, you failed to scout any striker that you and I hadn't seen. What's the point of that guy's budget? What is the point of a scouting of a scouting department's budget? If your job is to find a player to fit a, to fit a need on your team, 
you find Gignac, one of the most popular players in the region. You find Javier Hernandez, one of the most popular players in the world. You find Zlatan, one of the most popular players in the world. And that's the end of your list. Benedetto. And you, Benedetto, who you were nowhere near signing. That's what, that's what you spent your scouting budget on? Four fucking people that you don't stand a, a snowball's chance in hell of signing? Well, apparently uh, Wayne Rooney as well. Fucking shit. We're the Galaxy, Chris. We can sign anybody. I just... <laughs> I don't understand. I, I don't understand Christopher Klein, who I like as a person. I really, really like him. He's a nice guy. I don't understand putting Pete and even Kurt and Jovan. I don't understand putting these people above the job you have. I don't know, man. And I asked you this. I asked you this earlier today, like, for all of of the money that AG has, then they have a shit ton of it. Wouldn't you want someone who might have half of what they got but cares about the team more than AG has like ten different ten priorities that are are, are ten things that are prioritized more than the Galaxy? Easily. Wouldn't you want you wouldn't you want someone who has less money but still would pri- prioritize the team? I mean, when was the last time Uncle Phil went to a game and was on the field? Well, apparently against Toronto, and then had to fucking shitstorm. But, but what, but what does that f- what does that matter now that no one's getting fucking fired? What does it? I mean, if he goes to if he goes to the game and it's like this team is shitty. What's what the point of him going? Remember, oh, let's move some guy out and, and give fucking Siggy some more power. Like, he went to the Toronto game. He went to the Toronto game, and we thought like, ooh, people man. are in trouble now. Pete, Pete is the is the fallout from the season. That's it. Oh, okay. Today, but today, today is the fallout for the season. That's it. Karofsky's going to lose some authority. He's going to lose some some scouting uh, power with. Uh, Ziggy's son coming in, which I'm excited rumor. about. Actually, he's he's done a decent job at Seattle, um, but he's, Ziggy's he's in some guys that Ziggy is apparently bringing his son Kurt Schmidt in to 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 do scouting. If you believe what what Baxter reported, um, and that that's great. So it, it removes some of the 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 power, the authority, the the responsibility from Karofsky, who has shown he can't do the job. Um, he was also an assistant coach, and had a horrible season. He's also a technical director over the worst season ever. He, you know, he was the lead scout and found Van Onhold who has injury issues and found Siani who was unemployed and, and signed him for a year and a half. Like people who have done terrible jobs, terrible jobs. Just retained, retained in the, as you say with, with Pete, he's just moved to another diocese. He's, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to defend your molestation rape claim, but he was, didn't as, he though? He kind of, you know, didn't look, he though? At least my hopes and dreams. Uh, but he was just, he was shuffled from, from one parish to another. That's, that's what happened. That's exactly what happened. They removed a title, but I was thinking about it earlier. If you were upset about the people who were in the room making decisions to end the season, think about the people who will be in the room making decisions to start the season. Same it's the exact same people. Because because Pete will still have a say. Pete will he will be in every meeting. Yeah, he will be in every meeting he was in as general and manager. have a voice in the decisions that are still made. That's it. So what does him moving or taking away his title of GM? What does that do? It, it, it does nothing. It attempts to convince people who don't pay attention. That but they it did doesn't something. because the people who are paying attention to your team still they can even they're still the people who are are, are fans of your team or even. From a, from a side eyes glance, looking at your team or paying attention, they still understand that this guy is still part of the fucking organization. Yeah, but it's not about. But you got to remember, it's not about you. It's not about. It's not about people who pay attention. It's 
it's about crafting a message. It's about crafting a story for the people who passively pay attention. Those people aren't paying attention anyways. Yeah. They, 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 you ask them who Pete, but if you're asking, you ask if, them who Pete Bayanis is. They don't know. They don't know. But if you so say, if you say, oh, Pete got fired from BGM, it's like, okay. But if, if you're a ticket So what does that matter if, if, they, if they fucking If you're a ticket rep title. trying to sell a ticket to a guy who passively cares but likes the galaxy, and the person picks up the phone who's not an angry supporter that says Klein has to go, Bayanis has to go, uh, Schmidt has to go, Anolfo has to go, Karofsky has to go. If you're a passive supporter and you your, your ticket rep has called you and is trying to sell you a ticket, and they say, well, this is an awful season. What have you guys done? To fix this. And you can say, well, the general manager, that's the guy who's, you know, he's really in control of the coach. We got rid of the coach. Coach is gone. We got rid of the general manager. Because the opinion of the galaxy is that Pete Viannis was fired today. So we're okay with, with having our reps lie to it's, people. It's a lie. I mean, of course it's a lie. It's That's what we do. I mean, people were, were sending us um, uh, text messages that they had with their, their ticket reps, where their ticket reps were flat out lying to them. I'm not saying the galaxy are condoning this. I'm not saying the head of the ticketing department is condoning this. And I will I will do my absolute best to hide the identity of whatever reps are doing this. But you should stop because you're lying to people and they're not being quiet about it. They are letting people know that they are being lied to, that they are being pressured in an attempt to sell season tickets. It's a problem with hiring people who are uh, graduates from college who are just getting their bachelors in what's the problem with shuffling and not people who actually know the game and pay attention because you you, people who you're selling season tickets to are people in for the long run right Mm -hmm. that's that's the idea conceivably right so they know what they're talking about most people most people are going to go to the uh, galaxy game or soccer game are going to know somewhat of an idea of of what they're getting into hopefully well how many ticket reps have you guys had in, over, my, in my 11 yeah, years? in your 11 years. Ooh. Six, maybe? Probably, it sounds yeah, right. Yeah, I, I probably had about the same. Maybe, yeah, maybe a little well, bit I mean, more. Part of the issue is the turnover, and part of the issue is the pressure to reach the season ticket member, now is what it's called, the season ticket member thresholds in the worst season. And it's still on the it's still on the ticket rep to figure it out. It's still on the ticket rep's manager to figure it out. It's the nature of working in sales. It's everyone else's fault when you can't get a sale over the line. But we have to hit these deadlines and we have to hit these numbers. But you're able to tell you're able to tell the average fan we move the general manager. How many? But, but how, how, do you how, does, how, how does Chris Klein go to his ticket reps and say, "Hey, you have he to hit this number"? Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't. We have a, we have a number that gets brought down that that gets sent down that we need to hit because based on the amount of money we need to make our moves for next season. Okay, but, because but, AEG uh, is done. On that note, money how many how many season ticket holders sign up tomorrow? Because of this, if Karofsky, or if uh, Klein and Pete are straight I was, up, fired. I would so, I would sign up. I, I considered signing I, up. I this would year. sign up I as well. I considered I signing up, up for season tickets this year. I, you couldn't talk me into it. I, I if, if anything, if I get if I get two on the fence, I'll listen to our show from last year around this time, where I go. There's no way whatsoever any person who supports this team should sign up for season tickets. And I and I say that with a full understanding that a, a, at least a healthy chunk of the money the team gets to operate comes from season ticket sales. I say that understanding that. I couldn't imagine it because it's throwing money down the drain. It's wasting money on people who are too damn proud and too damn arrogant to admit they can't do the job. And then at that point, it's on Shadow President Dan Beckerman oh, I, I would expe- I would expect, come down on some people. I would expect Shadow President Mr. Beckerman to, to be significantly less shadow this year. I would honestly expect that. Why wasn't he here this year? Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't as important. 
Why is it important now? I, I, I don't think it's important now. I think we're hemorrhaging money, and I think that's a problem. Because Dan Beckerman doesn't give two fucks about soccer. No. Dan Beckerman doesn't care whether we finish in dead last. Dan Beckerman doesn't care whether... I've missed him every day. I don't. Dan Beckerman doesn't give a fuck if we win the supporter shield. He doesn't care if we finish with the wooden spoon. He doesn't fin- care if we give a fuck about a golden spoon. He cares about one thing and one thing alone. Money. And if we are failing to bring money in, there, that's going to be a significant issue for him. Because that's his, that's his sole job. It's not Tim Tim Lewicki hated losing, first and foremost. He wanted he wanted to make money, he wanted ticket sales to be nice, but that is a guy who hated losing. Dan Beckerman cares about money. And as long as we are failing to bring in money, Dan Beckerman will be around and Dan Beckerman will be on people's ass. Is is it a smart move for Klein to now put his own career and his own job at risk to help protect people who can't do their job because it's that important to have those people in that position doing that job? I don't know. I mean, if, but the, the, the thing is, if okay, if Dan Beckerman is paying attention, why are these guys? Why do these guys still have a job? I if, think you, if the Kings ended dead last in in the NHL, the Kings wasted money at the transfer window. That's and fine. He fired him. That's fine. If the Kings were in last place, mm-hmm. do those guys have a job at the end of the season? No, they didn't even so finish in last place. What's the difference, what's difference between the Kings, any any owned any AG owned franchise? What's the difference between them and us? It's it's just what Tucker said. The the shadow president doesn't care with, about with the Kings. We lost money last year. Mm-hmm. Well, we lost what six million dollars, something like that. Some crazy. So, just because quote unquote cost cutting happened this year, that's why they kept the job. This is where I would disagree. This is where I, I would say I would even disagree with you. This is where I would say you're slightly misinformed. The difference is with the Galaxy, you're leaping straight to Dan Beckerman. With the Kings, you're passing over the president of the Kings. Luke Robitaille cares about where that organization goes. Luke Robitaille cares more about what that organization looks like and where that organization goes than who is in the job. That's not the case with Chris Klein. Chris Klein is focused, seemingly, and I would love to be proven wrong, Klein is seemingly more focused on keeping his friends or people he trusts, people he likes, keeping them close to him, keeping them in their place. I've even heard he just doesn't really like firing people. He would rather shuffle them around. That's what you need he would the, ra- in a president. That's exactly people what you who need. don't like firing people. There you go. But he would Jesus, rather shuffle man. people around and hope that they leave on their own. I, I don't think that's the smartest to say. Bro, I'm telling you. I don't think Ed's making a face of me like Donkey Kong Country. But Luke Robitaille cares about how the organization does. And Luke Robitaille has bosses looking at him saying, if you don't turn this shit around, there's going to be a problem. I think Klein has those same voices going on. I think he has those same messages going on. But it's more important to him to keep to take care of some guys, to take care of people, than it is to turn the product around. We made we made no move today. Pete Vianis will make as many decisions this year as he made last year. That's the way, or he'll at least have the same voice in the conversation this year that he had last year. Did you? Did you? I mean, I don't know if you, I don't know if you read the 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 transcript of that the Galaxy posted today. But who's our general manager? Well, apparently no one. We don't have a general manager. Apparently no one, but Siggy's going to take over most per- of that role. Player personnel decisions. Yeah. But he's not general manager. No. We still don't have a general manager. Pete Vianis is now the pres- the VP of soccer operations. But Ziggy's not GM. Ziggy is a coach who has player personnel decision-making authority. So, so what does that say about what we were last year? Did he not have player personnel decision-making authority? Did Kurt Anolfo? Rumors that eh, maybe Kurt couldn't even pick his game day roster. So now, so now you've taken Pete Vianis and 
let's be honest, probably Jovan Karofsky out of a position where they're making player personnel decisions. So why are they still in a job if they were making horrible player personnel decisions? Why is anyone still with a job in this organization? Because Chris Klein is in a position to protect them. That is the answer to your question. But like you said, how long does Chris actually keep those guys and put his own job at risk? He is doing that today, and I, I don't know. So so do you foresee going forward? I mean, Chris is he's a decently he, smart guy. He's... Yeah. He's got to, He's got to cut ties eventually. You would. He, he's got to cut think. bait and run. I mean, or he's going to lose his job. Well, how many? I mean, there. There's. You're running out of Anolfos. You're running out of obvious people to scapegoat. Anolfo was the first, and when Anolfo went, you should have replaced him with someone who uh, can take your organization forward. And Ziggy Schmidt is not that. He's not someone who will take us to the. If if you're trying to transition, yeah, Ziggy's not like, the guy for he's, that. He's wading the water like he's just. He's got a worse record than Anolfo did. Yeah. I mean, if if. If we weren't, and that's part of the problem, if we weren't so in on the season being a train wreck when Kurt was was coach, it would be brought up more that we're worse under Schmid than we were under Anolfo. But by the time Kurt left, we were all so thrilled he was gone. We were all so used to being terrible. We had all written off the 2017 season that we stopped paying attention to the fact that we're in a worse position now. Kurt, With Kurt, we don't make the playoffs. We still don't make the playoffs. But with Kurt, we're not dead last. With Kurt, we're not this. With Kurt, Ashley Cole's your captain. It's not Jermaine Jones because with, Jermaine with Kurt, Jones. We might is, have like a, a nine and four winning record on the road. We look, we wouldn't make the playoffs, but we wouldn't be dead last. Does 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 Ziggy have a, a, a an air of responsibility for that? Sure. Is he? We keep hearing he people played Giassi Zardes at fucking right, right back. back. Yeah, because you would rather play a yes, forward at has, right back. Yes, he has. All the blame. It's easier to play a forward at right back than your center defensive midfield who has played right back. It makes more sense to play Giassi at right back. Or you had a guy who played right back but, in Natty Smith. I mean, not, but here's not the thing. great, did, not did, good. Did Ziggy, I mean, but you had a right back, a natural right back. Did Ziggy make the call to put Giassi at right back? Or was that maybe Jovan Karofsky or Pete Vianis? Because we have to get Giassi on the field. I don't, I don't think those guys are telling Pete or telling Ziggy to what lineups to play. I mean, he's he got, he got player personnel decision power in the offseason. Why wasn't that a part of his original contract? Why is he uh, Why is he getting it now that Pete's being shuffled out? Do you really think that Jovan and and yes. Pete are going to over Siggy? Yes. Oh, not now. No, I'm talking about ne- then. Like, yeah. Yeah. Really. All they All you need is Chris Klein, man. All you need is the boss. I don't know about that, man. Yeah, I, I don't know either. I don't know about that, dude. I I think uh, you were. I think you were all, on this one. I think you were all giving. I think you were all giving. Um, and and I mean it as no disrespect to to, to <laughs> what's his name uh, Ziggy Schmidt. I think you're giving that organization significantly more credit than they deserve. No, I'm giving them. I'm saying that Schmidt is an actual figurehead. Oh, that, that guy who was unemployed. You think he wouldn't take that? You think he wouldn't take that job when his boss, which would be Pete Viennes, is the general manager who hired him. You don't think when he's sitting at home unemployed, praying he gets an MLS job, having just been shit canned from the team that went on to win a MLS Cup, that he wouldn't he wouldn't say yes to whatever the fuck they offered him? Mm, I don't know, dude. Hey. Again, I I think Siggy I, could Siggy could have gotten a job the week after he got where? fired. Any fucking USL team anywhere could have got a job. So you're the winningest coach in MLS. You think the first thing he's thinking is I'm going to take a step down to USL? I'm thinking if the right offer comes along. When I can sit at home and I'm watching my hometown team crash into the ground. If, if say say a city like Cincy, we had a, had an open uh, manager position. You don't think you take it? 
No. No? No. I think he would take in a lost job. And I think we came calling because we were in a terrible situation. Well, I know he also was hanging out all the time. He was at every, every game. game. I wonder who invited him. Hmm. Hmm. But, you know, no, there you go. I, I can't, I can't, I can't. It's unimaginable. I, w- I would have loved to have been a fly in the room during while that decision was made. While Klein said, we're going we're gonna to find a way to keep him. We're going to find a way to keep getting this guy a paycheck. Because that's basically what it is. In my eyes. I, I mean, I can only imagine that uh, Kurt Nuthal would have gotten back at the G2 job if he if he wasn't so pissed off at getting fired. Yeah, I, and he shouldn't come back. Can you imagine? He'd he shouldn't probably be com- de- he'd probably just be demoted, he shouldn't, right? He shouldn't come back. He, he he should be man enough to not come back. Oh, no, no. I, don't don't get that guy anywhere near my fucking team ever again. But see, uh, he definitely, if he, if he didn't give a shit... Kurt didn't deserve to get fired. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, he did. No, he yes, didn't. He did. But he didn't deserve to ever be in that job. They all deserve to be fired. So, so well, what's the, so that. what's the difference then? If he doesn't deserve to be in the job, why doesn't he deserve to be fired? Well, yeah, so you're, he, so you're, yeah, you're, you're, you're contradicting you're, yourself oh, there. You got two people speaking let, over let each other. Hang, hang on. Let the talent talk. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, man. All right. So 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 the talent is actually so the talent is actually talking right now. So Tucker, I got a question. So if you said he never deserved the job, but he didn't deserve to get fired, how is that not just talk just? Well, it's just, it's to say he was scapegoated, and that was the reason he was fired. He was definitely put in a position. He was put in a position he shouldn't have been put in exactly. to begin with. But once he was put in that position, yes, he had to go. But even when he was fired, he was fired because he had to be. He was fired because someone had to go. And he's the first and easiest person to go. And it sucks. It's really, really shitty that, say what you will about him, it's really, really shitty that Kurt Anolfo had to lose his job when he was a more than capable USL coach. And it was a job he took in the hopes of eventually getting the Galaxy job. The problem was we had the argument that we had, the 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 speeches that we were giving fans were we are the LA Galaxy. We are what what is our plan for everything? Our plan is to keep being us because what we are is is a bar of excellence. What we are is is what every coach in this country aspires to. We're then gonna go hire a decent, and let's be honest, a decent USL coach to lead the bar to, to lead and all my wrestling friends just know that I snuck a reference in, but to lead the organization that's supposed to set the mark. And now once you start Hindenburging into the ground, Kurt's got to be the guy who, who goes. And so he got scapegoated. That's why I'm saying he shouldn't have been fired. That or not, not he shouldn't have been fired, but that's why I'm saying it's unfair that he was fired. And that's 600 people going, yeah, no shit, Chris. Yeah. So uh, no what shit. are you arguing? <laughs> You, You're arguing that he should have been fired. I'm, no, I'm arguing it's unfair that he was fired. I, I, and, and everyone's saying that everyone should have been fired. Well, everyone should. Yeah, I mean, Klein should be Klein should be gone. Krosky should be gone. Schmidt should be gone. Everyone, everyone's saying no shit that they, he got scapegoated. Like, that, I don't know what but your he, point he is. He deserved to get scapegoated. He was he a bad deserve, coach. Well, he shouldn't. He didn't. He I mean, was a bad coach. If he's deserving, he to be was a bad coach. If he deserved to be if fired. If he's deserving to get scapegoated, then he's not being scapegoated. If he's deserving to be scapegoated, then he was a bad coach who got fired, which is which is fine. He's he's not he wasn't a good coach. He never should have been in that position is my point. The fact that he's in that position is speaks to the general manager that was a part of his decision making because be Vianus was in was in the conversation for Anolfo getting that job, even though he wasn't general manager yet, which is why you should all be worried about the fact that he's gone back to VP of soccer operations. He's still going to be in that position of authority. The fact that the president wanted to bring Kurt Anolfo on, who fired. had been in who had been in the organization. <laughs> 
that's I agree. That's but that is part of my you know my the King's argument I had. Luke Robitaille is more interested in bringing that organization forward based on the resources he has than making sure specific people get to stay in specific jobs or specific positions of authority. No, and then to bring it back to twenty minutes ago when I made the point of the Kings in the Galaxy, more so of the the organization in AG coming down on the Galaxy mm-hmm. the way they came down on the Kings what two years ago. But Robitaille came down. Well, it was last season. Robitaille came down on the Kings. Okay. Like, I thought it was. I thought it was AEG. Was like, well, you can't. Shit has to change. You can't. The Kings blew. I mean, and I'm going to get this number wrong, but the Kings blew somewhere in the neighborhood of five million dollars at the transfer at the the trade deadline, and then failed to make the playoffs. People had to go, and people had to be actually mm, fired. That sounds familiar. People had to actually be fired. Yeah. They couldn't get tra- They couldn't get moved to a new church. They had to actually leave the organization. Yeah. The only person who is going to leave the organization based on the 2017 LA Galaxy season is Kurt Adolfo. He is the only one. And that's and that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, if these guys have another shitty season, like, what's what's to say they they don't stay on for another fucking year? You know what sucked? I got in an argument with somebody today. About as I was, I was off. So I got an argument with somebody. No, let me assume on Twitter. I I was gonna say that's what sucked. No, Chris is saying that's what sucked. It it was via text. (laughs) Oh, not on Twitter. It was via text. Well, I I had a couple on Twitter, but it it was it was via text. (laughs) Where the argument was that P. Finus was fired, and I was like, (laughs) Have you ever been fired from a job? Have you ever been fired from a job where you kept your parking space, your office, and your health plan? I've been I've been fired a couple times. I've been fired more than a few times. I'm never really allowed back in the building. Mm, yeah. A couple times. But I, I definitely don't get to keep all my benefits. If you're 401k, you don't have to transfer to a new organization. You haven't been fired. If your paycheck says, if you're if you're not missing a week of pay, if you're not missing a day of pay from the same company, you haven't been fired. You've been moved. Yeah. Quietly. I, I, appreciate, the, I appreciate the post. I like it. I like that they finally made a post that was longer than a, a paragraph and a half. To show that they they're using their journalism degrees, their communications degrees, I really really appreciate that. It said it said a whole lot of nothing. It said a whole lot of nothing. That sounds like the Yellow Galaxy of 2017. So as long as you understand, you, you buy again. Sadly, you buy season tickets. You're signing up for the same shit you signed up for last year. Same shit. Because get this shit straight. This will be the leadership coming into next year. Klein has to go. If you want if you want this to change at this point. Christopher Klein has to go, and it's a shame because he's he's a nice person, but he is unable to do his job. And I, at some point, as a fan of a team, you got to stop caring about whether they're a nice fucking guy, and he just got to go. And and that's the thing. I know Klein's a nice guy because I've got to speak with him a lot and yeah, doing su- doing large stuff and supporters group stuff. You know, we we've talked with him, talked with him a bunch. But for ninety five percent of the people listening to this. He's just a guy who's terrible at a job. That's just the way it is. And here's the thing is, uh, you know, uh, to his credit, Klein really cares about this team. He does. Really cares about this club. He's just, he's not, he's not good at his job. And the fact that he just wants to keep his friends on and. And that's what it looks like. That's what it looks like. That's, that's your, you, you go back to what we've spoken all year. It's your optics, right? It's the optics. And the optics are terrible. You, it's, you want to keep your friends at their job. And if if we're wrong, that's fine because I'd probably do the same shit. But I mean, that's oh, why I don't. That, that's, good, that's why I don't run a multi-million dollar company. I'll admit in a heartbeat. I'll admit in a heartbeat. If I hired you and you were terrible, I would tell everyone else who liked our company to fuck off because I'm not firing you. 
that's why I'm not president of the galaxy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's why you know I I work for fucking nobodies. I don't I don't get that same love though. Yeah. You keep talent, fucking talent, talent right here. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way it is. You're behind the board. <laughs> Ed Ed is pointing oh. to himself when he says talent every single time. Stay so. in your lane, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I love you, Ben. Yeah. I don't have that song on the board anymore. You uh, guys are bastards. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Anything else? Any final thoughts, man, before we uh, get into the lightning round? No. You know what? I, oh, the, the argument I was having. I I, real, I started going back and forth with someone and um, because uh, Baxter had posted that Kurt Schmidt was coming in likely to head our scouting. And then two minutes later, Serrano was like, oh, Ziggy likely to bring in additional people for his coaching staff. Hopefully I'll get some information later. And I was like, why do you... You just got... You got beat to that already. But like... You're on Twitter, and I know you follow Kevin Baxter, like Serrano. I know you follow Kevin Baxter, so I know you just read. <laughs> and, and you know he had that information like last week. You know he just read something counter, I mean not counter, but it, it has more information than the thing you're getting ready to send. Bro, say nothing. Like, say nothing. Why, why he's consistently put in a position to look like an idiot. And, I, and he does more than enough work on his own. But why he's consistently put in a position to look like an idiot, to look like he's misinformed, to look like someone who works for a different organization has more information than him regularly, I don't I don't understand. As someone who follows them and and, and who who does his best to, you know, track the moves that they're making and, and try to see where they're going before they get there, I don't understand employing an insider and then making sure he is the fourth person to every story. I'm sure there's a plan that I don't get. But again, I understand that Galaxy Social is not meant for me anymore. It's meant for people who passively pay attention and controlling the information they have helps the organization because then they can tell whatever story they're trying to tell. But for hopefully, because I would imagine it's the goal, hopefully the growing number of people who are regularly and actively paying attention to you, they will understand there is a reporter who pays attention to you. As terrible as you treat them, there is a reporter who pays attention to you who is regularly scooping your insider. Something needs to change if if his if his role is going to make any sense to someone like me. Which is gonna suck next year when he's starting to cover LEFC shit. And they're and they're gonna give him they're gonna give him all the license in the world to do it. If they're smart at all. And it sucks, dude. I really like Baxter. I don't want to block him on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, I would have to. Yeah. I would well, I don't follow him, but it's Yeah, I mean that's what I mean. Uh, it's gonna. He's gonna have so much LAFC shit. It's gonna. Yeah. It's gonna suck. I if like they're it. if they're smart at all, they will give him. They will give him open keys to everything. Yeah. So that he can all, all the time he wants interviewing players, all the time he wants interviewing coaches. If they're smart at all, they will give that guy unfettered access. Uh, unfortunately. Yeah. Especially given that he's a guy who, and I, I, I don't want to dis- disparage the work he's done on his own, but a guy who has uh, built a follow um, a following, or a fan base based on the work he's done for us. So you know, Galaxy fans already follow this guy. Yeah. So give give him give him open access. Let him write reports about LAFC. Let him write stories about LAFC, and let all that information go into everyone else's timeline. And give yourself free advertisement. If they're smart at all, they'll give him all the access he wants. Well, they know he. I mean, you got to know if you're if they're paying attention. Like they know Baxter is the number one soccer guy, or soccer writer. He is the in, Galaxy in, insider. Yeah. If ever there was one, it is yeah. Kevin Baxter. Oh God. Ben, cheer me up, man. Give me something good. Actually, I uh, I don't know how much cheering up I'm gonna do God because I, I on the I night gotta, on I, the night of the Dodgers win game one of the Woo! World Series. Go blue. 
I feel like I want to put a goddamn gum in my mouth. Gun? I said gum. I thought you said gum. Yeah. <laughs> Could have been worse. All... There's one letter from Chiclets? way worse. Chiclets? Give me a goddamn chiclet. <laughs> chiclet. On the night uh, the Dodgers win game one of the World Series, there hasn't been a World Series win since I was six months old. Yeah. Disappointing your mother, even at six months. I know. I don't know why, but. Damn. I oh. remember exactly where I was when that home run was hit. Because you're old. Damn. Close to the grave. Anyways, Ben. I know. Let's get some lightning round <laughs> questions. <laughs> Fuck both of you today, too, by the way. Yeah, you deserve I, this from I, last week. I, I do. Actually, this I do. is all owed. I do. <laughs> You're lucky we didn't talk so, about so an hour and a half actually, shitting on you. I, I am. Well, I mean, kind of we did. I want to. Well, I want to kind of touch on a little bit of what you guys said. I want to play a little more of the blame game. You, um, what percentage? Just percentages. Do you put on Vianus versus Klein versus Anolfo for this team? Go ahead, Ed. One hundred percent, Chris Klein. He's not wrong. He's making decisions on everything. It's his umbrella, right? Yeah. Chris Klein's on top. Spreads all his power on his little, his little <laughs> the, minions, the, his little friends. They can't see your fingers, but that's fine. I can see him. Chris can see him. Yeah. Ben, you can see you, him. You can, feel, you, you can just about feel him, Tucker. Oh, Damn. Ooh. You can feel me all the time. Oh. Um, Slapping the base. Chris Klein has 100% of the blame. Yeah. Do you agree, Tucker? Well, it's, it stops at him for sure. Chris Klein well, yeah, put, it stops at him, but... he puts the people in the position that they're in. He put them to fail. He's failed on hiring a good coach. He's failed to hire a good GM, and one Alessandrini way, he's failed to to keep a good scout on on retainer, whatever mm-hmm. the fuck you want to call, Karofsky with his three jobs that he has for the Galaxy. So it's one hundred percent on Chris Klein. Was it was Karofsky the third or was uh, Anolfo was the third, right? Yeah, Anolfo. Was so I would go too. I would go zero percent for Kurt Anolfo, um, and I would split it seventy five twenty five Klein Vinus. Um, the the plan for what we were doing with the transition to the, the the youth academy, which I read something where Klein was talking today, where he was like, "We weren't making a big transition." It's exactly what we did. Yeah, it's called, really, it's called a lie. So really, it's called a, lie, a fib. Um, so, I thought I thought Klein was a good Christian man. He's lying can, over here. Can you believe anything that comes out of his mouth anymore? I believe he believes it. Yeah, and that's what's. I mean, I don't like Donald Trump. I know he is lying, and I know he knows he's lying, but I I think. Klein believes most of the things he's or all the things he says. Um, I think he's a genuine in thinking like we're making decisions that are going to move the team yeah. forward in the best way, and he's wrong. And he, I think they're so inside the bubble they can't see when they're wrong. Yeah. Um, well, because even if you, if people and if you said, "Oh, this isn't working," be like, you know, just trust us, we got it. Is that inside the bubble, or is that just his arrogance? That, th- that that's the thing that bugs that bugs me is the fact that he he has this arrogant attitude, and yet the team Wait sucks. And see. Trust the process. Yeah, trust the process. Trust. Wait and see is my favorite. I love wait and see because when we waited and saw, and like once we saw, once it was done, we were dead last. Because I mean, I, at one point, you know, we're we're fans. Well, we don't we don't you know we're not we're not behind the scenes. We we're not we don't know how to run a, a soccer team, right? But it's it's safe to say that it's easy shit to see in spot. Like, look, Kurt was not going to work as, as an MLS coach. He hasn't in the past. Mm-hmm. You know, we understand why you're hiring him. We understand that he's, you know, buddy buddies with you guys. He he's took, put in his time. He's put in his time, mm-hmm. and we understand that. But even even people who aren't part of, uh, you know, a huge organization can tell you that that was going to be a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that, that goes against everything that that Klein says. That we're the Galaxy. We're a big club. We want to be one of the biggest clubs in North America. Why the fuck are you hiring a USL coach then? Because I I think he felt 
this guy knew the organization better than any of the other options. And since we were moving in a position where, where we're taking Galaxy 2 players uh, and moving them to the first team and Academy players and moving them to Galaxy 2 and then moving up through where we we build more than, more so than we purchase in. Because you got to remember, like, signing Anolfo as head coach is a dynamic decision. It's not in line with how the Galaxy has typically operated over the last 11 years. True. The Galaxy typically would go out and spend big money. That's why we brought in um, Ruud Hulett. That's why we brought in Bruce Arena. That's why we brought in Frank Yallop. I mean, like him or not. Because at the time, I, maybe off by a year, Frank Yallop won Coach of the Year. He was replaced by Ruud Hulett, a big, quote-unquote, big-money European coach who was, you know, eventually long-term replaced by Bruce Arena, who certainly wasn't cheap. But to, to change to a cheaper coach, a cheap coach, you know, if, even if you're trying to be kind, a cheap coach, and a coach who is in your system, who's learned your system, who knows all your academy players coming in, that's a dynamic shift for the way the Galaxy has, has operated for the last decade or so. Again, I get it. I understand. But it's pretty clear early on this shit's not going to work. It's very clear early on this shit's not going to work. And then the best you do, or the best your general manager does, and the, and the best your president does, is to replace him with Ziggy. You couldn't find... It was easy to spot early on Kurt wasn't going to work. The best you could do was a guy who was just down the street, ready to coach. I, I mean, to be fair, Ziggy is... I, and it's disputed all the time. The most winningest coach in fucking MLS. Absolutely correct. So if you want to succeed in MLS, I mean that's a smart move to get Siggy. It's 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 a logical move. So let me ask it's you. A, it's a very it's a it's very a safe, safe move. move. It's a safe yes. move in the hopes of in the hopes of um, stopping the bleeding. The, here's here's the problem though is you still have a shitty team. He still it's still a terrible. You team. You can put Mourinho in that fucking role and you're still gonna end up second oh, yeah. to last. Yeah, I mean, no, I think you'll end up third to last. No. You, <laughs> we'd end up right we end up right outside a playoff spot because again Kurt Anolfo doesn't finish us in the playoffs we're just not going to be dead last Ziggy Ziggy is at least from what we've seen with the pieces we have is a worse coach than Kurt Anolfo was there's no two ways about it I mean that's just there's, while, that's Kurt just numbers. Was, while Kurt was dealing with right, the, terrible the, injuries that's the numbers but what is it what, you, the eyeball test what does the eyeball test tell you Tucker we, I mean, Jermaine Jones is captain. Jermaine Jones, yeah. Our, yeah. But the way the Chelsea's team, artist plays right back. The, the way Jones the team played on the field, um, listless. We it reminded me of the U.S. Men's National Team game, um, not maybe, the last game, maybe, but, but in general, maybe one in do, do, maybe one in four games they played. You, they looked good. Could you say that they looked better under an under an Alpha or under a Ziggy at moments? At, like I said, one in four games they looked yeah. like they could actually compete. They would even have moments in games where they would look really, really good, and then that would go. So like the fifteenth minute, and then we we get scored on, and then all oh, shit goes. All oh, goes. They look. Whatever. They've looked what done. The they've looked done okay. for weeks. You know, even even the game where we stomped Minnesota, it looked done. We we we're, we're finished. Where there's no fight. There's zero 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 fight in this team. Um, they're all looking for the season to be over, and and presumably that's the moment where Ziggy grabs them and is like. Just okay. get to the fucking end. Get to the end of the season. So was so was the fact that Vianus was relieved of his duties today. He wasn't. Well, he lost his title. He lost, quote, 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 he lost quote, a title. Yeah, you know, the actual release says that he was relieved of his GM duties. That was that was the actual sure. press release. Okay, I apologize. Okay, sorry. so does that was that how much of that was Chris Klein, or how much of that was the fact that fucking the the meeting after the TFC game, where fucking Beckerman and 
Ann Schultz said things have to change. <laughs> well, they probably said things need to change. And it goes, okay, well, we can just demote him. And I, keep him yeah. in the well, I, would, well, I, I understand the demoting him or whatever, but how much of the, do, do you think without that meeting, Vianus is still general manager? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's still general Absolutely. manager now. It's, it's, not, it's not Chris, for sure. If we're going to speak about why Pete gets demoted, and those are my two options, I would side with the TFC meeting. Because it's not Chris. Because he's ensured that Pete is still in a position where he is going to uh, have a significant amount of sway and authority over the decisions that get made for this team going forward. Because I guarantee, we gotta have Chris I Klein as a guest, man. We gotta I get guarantee him as a guest. he won't. Dude, it'll be political <laughs> answers. Like you're not gonna get anything new. Well, it'll be great. We will get to hear a recording of yeah, yeah, yeah at the end of one of our questions, and then answering a question he would rather answer. So I, I guarantee that meeting with with uh, with Pete went like, hey, you know, I, you know, something has changed. I got I got something from the higher ups that says we we need to change something. Um, we're gonna remove you from the GM role. Uh, we're gonna just have you still be the VP of soccer operations. Uh, so we're good. You're still with us. You know, we're still gonna have you as part of the team. Uh, so don't worry. You're you're just you're safe. Your job is safe. All right. So so my next question on um on lightning round here is Bullshit. is when is the next Legends Night where we actually get to celebrate Pete Vahanis? He, 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 he was there last time. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's the, and he's I, at the stadium. Why wouldn't he be there? I had it on I had it on extremely, extremely good authority that the first person they checked their calendar was Pete Finus, and he was the one who didn't show up. You know he's at the stadium. He's he's was the only one that, what, him and, and Kevin. Well, Kevin wasn't even officially hired by the Well, and Kevin had, had had still had a job at that. Like He was doing something with Orlando, I think. But he wasn't, he, like wasn't officially, he wasn't officially technical director of the Girls Academy yet. Kevin was there. Everyone was there. Pete, the first person whose schedule they checked, couldn't make it. Too busy that night. Maybe mm. scouting. He's probably scouting. Mm. He's got, yeah, yeah. scouting. Well, you know, legends are sometimes hard to get a hold of. Matt, right. Matt scouts. Uh, right. All right. Let's end on something maybe a little bit positive, not for the galaxy, but positive in general. Um, let's talk about your MLS playoff predictions. Oh um, boy! So Tucker, I'm gonna start with you. I think I closed my. All right, I can start with you. you. I got it. I got okay. it. Okay. Well, go ahead, Dallas. Said, what, what, "What's our setup so far?" Um, in the Western Conference playoff, we got Vancouver taking on San Jose, and Houston taking on Kansas City. Okay, and San Jose, Vancouver is tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow up in Vancouver. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I take. I'm gonna take Vancouver all day. Fucking all day long. You never take San Jose. <laughs> In Vancouver, they're gonna fucking blow. I mean, they should Van- blow the earth. Vancouver. Out. Vancouver was one one goal away from from um, being top of the West. Mm-hmm. So I mean, great, great I, deadline day by the way. Oh, this day was amazing. I loved. Have every you seen of it. Have you seen the people from the north jizzing themselves that the Western Conference finished one, two, and three with Cascadian teams? Oh yeah, of yeah. course. Well, right. it's always like you know people are like Cascadia should be its own nation. Please go. You're dumb. Go. This is not going to be a Spain situation. Go. Yeah. Right, right. Um, I'm taking Vancouver all day. Absolutely. Uh, Houston, KC. Man, it's a toss-up. Uh, our boy AJ. Brad our Davis thoughts Cup. with you, man. Like, yeah, AJ. Tearing the ACL. It sucks, dude. Like, So, and Houston, or Kansas City hasn't been very good. The last like month, two months. And that's a playoff rivalry, though. Yeah, they've been mean, playing like, like the last three, the last three playoffs, yeah. man. Um. I still gotta take, I still gotta take Kansas City in that game. I'm taking Houston. All right. Yeah. I oh, it's Houston. in Houston, so it's not you don't have the Kansas City it's crowd. It's gonna be in Houston, so you don't have Kansas City's crowd. Um, they are missing AJ, and he is, as you know, an instrumental part of any playoff run team. Apparently, not a starter uh, in LA. Only if you're really bad at your job. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I got to go with the Dynamo. Um, 
And on the Eastern Conference, you have the Fire taking on Red Bulls and Atlanta taking on the Crew. I, you know what? I'm, I, I got, I'm going to pick the Crew over Atlanta. I want the Crew to win the MLS Cup. Not, yes, not because I, I think they'll actually beat Atlanta in Atlanta. That's probably not going to happen. No, probably not. But I really, really want the Crew to win MLS Cup. Yes. And I want to see the sheer amount of energy and rage it it, it, it unleashes on uh, Anthony Precourt trying to move that team. Yep. I, I definitely want the crew to win the MLS Cup. Is that your pick, though? Um, like for this match? I, I really like match. Atlanta. I'm going to oh, pick man. the crew. I'm picking the crew. I'm picking the crew just because yeah. I want to. All right. Um, I really like Atlanta, though. <coughs> um, Chicago, New York. Mm-hmm. I, I really like what Chicago's been doing this year. Um, they've shown that they're a team that could turn around a shitty season. Or shitty two seasons, actually. Two seasons, yeah. Um, I really, I really don't like the Red Bulls. Nobody likes. The I Red really Bulls. don't like Jesse Marsh. Everybody hates Jesse Marsh. So I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go over Chicago. I'm going right. Chicago. So you got Chicago. Plus I have Juninho, and I really like Juninho and McCarty, and I really like McCarty too. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm actually gonna go with the Red Bulls. Um, seems like Clushin's kind of he had a. Eh. He's had a bad season. Yeah. Um, I but I'm I'm really interested. And in how this. can I how can you root for a team that has Sasha Clushin on it? I'm not rooting for anybody. You picked them. I mean. I, I picked the crew. I'm not rooting for the crew. Well, I guess I am rooting for yeah, the crew. Yeah. All right, all right, all right so, so then we're going to go just, I want your straight up East and West picks. Who's going to win the conference? The final? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Who's, who's going to the cup final? Wow, we left there pretty quick. Uh, well, yeah, well, we'll get next week. Next week we'll get a little bit deeper, but just, just I want your basic, I, I want to know what you guys think is coming. Who's coming out of the East? Who's coming out of the West? And who's going to win? I kind of have a feeling it's going to be a repeat from last year. Toronto's coming out of the East for sure. I, have, I think, I think t- uh, Toronto, Seattle. This could be Toronto's year. I don't think it's going to be Seattle. I think Toronto's going to come out of the East. Ooh. Um, I will take the Timbers out of the West. I would like Vancouver, but, mm, yeah. An all-Canadian final? An all-Canadian final would be fucking incredible. Oh, man. Um, Yeah, I'll take Toronto. I'll take Toronto in the Timbers. All right, and Ed, you're going with a repeat of last year? I think think a repeat of last year. Who do you guys got winning, Toronto? Toronto. It's got to be. They're the best team in MLS. They're going to be so arrogant. Well, dude, you pick Seattle. I hope to God you're picking fucking Toronto in the final because if you pick Seattle to win MLS Cup. Yeah, you kind of backed yourself into a corner. Back-to-back MLS Cup champions. No, no, no. Wow. Fuck no. Um, yeah, I'll go with Toronto in that scenario. All right, cool. All right, so this, so next week we got – what do we got coming up next I've, week? I've never wanted an East Coast team to win I'm more like, why than why don't we I just do. finish the bracket? There's like six more matches. <laughs> to decide. I've never I've never wanted an East Coast team to win we more gotta, than we got to save year. stuff for next week, um, yeah, it's it's been a while. I would I would love the crew to do it. I don't. It's really I really hard. want the crew to do it. It's really hard to see them if because they if fuck they beat Anthony Atlanta. Yeah, do we, I mean uh, quick take on that? Go ahead, Ed. I think either way, MLS you explain the situation. So, I mean, if you guys you guys listen to our podcast, you probably pay attention to MLS. Um, the crew are uh, Anthony Precourt, who is the owner of the of the Columbus Crew, uh, has threatened to move the team to Austin if he can't get a stadium deal done in downtown Columbus. Mm-hmm. I think either way, I think if the crew stay or the crew move, it looks terrible, terrible for MLS. Well, what's bad is MLS's, um, their role in this. Whether well, they stay or leave, MLS looks terrible. I, I disagree. I think that if he gets a downtown stadium, I think that just kind of, I mean, that shows MLS is growing up. But how do you how the fans stay loyal to a team when you threaten to move that, a team? That's what pro sports is these days. Yeah, people I mean, are, look, people look, 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 what, look what St. Louis did, to, or look what the, the Rams did to St. Louis. I mean, 
as soon as they said they were moving, the city said, hey, we're going to build you a brand new stadium, state of the art. You know, we're going to tear the whole thing down. And they were going to foot the bill for the whole thing. If Columbus gets a stadium, gets the city to pay for a downtown stadium, gets the city to pay for a downtown stadium, that's, dude, that's the MLS whipping it out on the table and joining the big boys. How is that a positive example of... Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm tweeting out from our Twitter and that hashtag save the crew people should listen to this episode and then can tweet at BT Radio Ben. Supreme hot I want the crew to stay. I want the crew to stay. Three years later, they move. How is that a good example of not If they get a downtown stadium, they're not going to move. That's part of the deal. That's got to be part of any deal. No no city's going to build you a stadium without something that says, hey, you're here for 20, 30, 40 years. But you're both operating as if Anthony Precourt hasn't already decided to move the team to Austin. Which wasn't wasn't that in? Wasn't that his his contract when he his bought contract the crew? when he bought the team? Was Literally, it, was, was like you can you cannot can move, move the team for ten years, except Austin. unless it's Austin. Yeah. He MLS bought the web the, the, the URL. He's and, the he is the owner. It's not an MLS thing. Anthony Precourt is the owner of MLS two ATX.com. Or there no, I think MLS is the one registered uh, Austin the Athletic is, and all yeah. this these other. I heard I heard Spurs Sports and Entertainment's somehow involved also in trying to move the team. Well, to I saw they should get blamed for some reason. I, I don't know what that's about. Well, they I mean their intention of buying what was it San Antonio Scorpions or whatever it was. And trying, yeah. And they turned it to San Antonio FC. The the whole intention was them to come up to MLS. Yeah. yeah. And I don't it's, know how that happens if if Austin gets a team. No, they got to pay the city of San Antonio something like twenty million dollars if San Antonio doesn't get an MLS team. But it's it's that's I, crazy. I, I yeah. don't understand the. I don't it. He wants to move the team. He's going to move the team if, if it's made available to him, and it seems like it's going to be made available. Um, they're seemingly at war with their own fan base. I don't know how you come back from, hey, I'm trying to move your team. If I get a downtown stadium, totes love me anyway because I'm not going to try to move them ever again now that I got what I want. Um, it's it's bad, and the only way it's going to be resolved is moving an original MLS uh, MLS team to Austin, Texas, and it fucking and blows. It's like if someone if someone fucked around with you, right? Like they cheated on you, and like no, 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 you know what? It was it was one time thing. It won't ever happen again. <laughs> Do you ever fucking trust that person again? No. So if if you're no, if you're but, a crew fan and you're like no, 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 that was just you know a tactic. I was just trying to get a stadium. But if but it, we were cool, right? We're cool guys who spent twenty two years. Supporting a club. Like, we're cool, right? But if you're pre-court and you get a downtown stadium, you're freaking... Fuck pre-court. He knew what he bought. Hold on. But your your franchise or your operating rights, quote-unquote... Because mm-hmm. no one owns yeah. the team in MLS. Now jumps from what, whatever it was, what, probably $200 million to... Oh, I know. get I get his reasoning for it. And so he holds a team for five more years and sells it. And he's and he's made a hundred million dollars or, you know, yeah. hundred and fifty or whatever. That but that's what you get when you support MLS. Like we all understand that, but that's big boy. That's big boy sports in this country. You know the, the fact. Why do we it, want it, that though? Well, yeah. Why would, why would you that? celebrate that? Why would Why would it be the thing you're you're pushing for? It's well, the reason. Isn't, it's isn't, the reason that, isn't that what all of us who live in the bubble strive for? Is to get is, is to be able to how to get out of the bubble and be part of the mainstream? Not really. I kind of like the niche of like. Still, I like MLS. Yeah. I like I like exactly. I like MLS for exactly what it is. For all its Mickey Mouse weird it. like wouldn't rules, do it. yeah, wouldn't take it. Any, wouldn't have it any other way. It's it's exactly 
why I, like, I love it. I like fig- because I it's like- not the it's not the EPO where it's like there's three teams that win yes. the fucking championship. Two. In, in, we're at a point right, where well, well, be well, two that's, yeah. yeah, that's why the promotion and relegation people are idiots. All right, we're we've been in extra time for like. Oh no! Keep going. What, what do you got next? We had we had our predictions that we were going to go over from the season opener. But yeah, we'll save we'll save that for next week. For next week. Next week we are going tune in next week. We're going to review the entire season. And then we're going to go over our go over. preseason predictions. Yeah. Shocking. We, shocking. They're all wrong. I feel, I feel, like, my t- gal- you know my, Tucker, I feel like my Galaxy ones might be good. Tucker, you had actually a, a, they're a, not. a couple of good ones. Tuck, tuck. Mm. No, he had a good one. He, I, he, haven't, he had, I haven't heard. Uh, <laughs> I haven't heard. <laughs> I'm going to show which, which episode? Go Dodgers. You're not going to listen. Because I want you, to, I want you I'm to wait till next anyway. week. <laughs> I just want to wait till next week. I'm not going to listen anyway. I want the, well, they shouldn't listen. I guess so you can cut it up. And yeah, so what's no. what's the plan? You're going to cut it up and splice it into? Well, the Ben was already and... working. We're, we're trying to do that today, but you know, I, I knew yeah, we were going to run I, I, long. I got the cuts. So yeah, next week we will go over the what your guys' preseason predictions from nine months ago or whatever it is. We'll talk about exit interviews and um, who's going to stay, who's going to go. Got to start working on our expansion list. Yeah, expansion, expansion draft. List. Yeah, well, well, yeah. Next next week we'll go over the entire off season calendar. Content, bro. We got to spread it out when, for the next four months. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll talk about <laughs> when all that stuff is due and things like that, and what we think is going to happen with the team. Right on. And where can they find you on the Twitters, Ben? Yeah, uh, you can find me at DT Radio Ben. Uh, um, send all your, send all your hate from Ben. Oh, I've already tweeted it out. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. I hope hashtag Save the Crew people. Uh, listen want, to our I new w- episode and contact at DT Radio I, Ben <laughs> about his reasoning for moving the crew to Austin. I know I want Seriously. the crew. I want the crew to stay in Columbus, but I want That's them in said. a downtown stadium. That is what I said. He wants. He wants their their downtown stadium. I want their downtown stadium to be paid to for. Leave. I want their downtown stadium to be paid for by those motherfuckers in Columbus. Dirty stadium. That's Dirty right. Stadium. Public money. Public money. Fuck, Fuck that, those dude. motherfuckers. So th- hold on. Public hold money. On. There is an owner of the team. There is an owner of the team who is threatening to move the team, and if he doesn't, not only should he get. For him to not move it, not only should he get a downtown stadium, but the taxpayers of Columbus should pay to build a, a stadium so that this guy can flip the team in a couple years? Fuck that. Yes. You're crazy. Ooh. Yes. That's, that's, that is Columbus so that was, uh, at DT Radio at, Ben. That was the, the, the last episode of Ben ever produced on yeah, the show. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Uh, Chris, where, the, where can they find you on the on Sorry, the, uh, I'm, I'm tweeting that he kept going. Um, you, you know what? I'm in a good mood today, sir. Dodgers, Dodgers are uh, one win. Three to, closer, Three to go. Three to go. Three to go, guys. Um, at zero cool one three eight. Um, PSN, that's on. Twitter, yeah, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Snapchat your PSN. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Ed the Zombie Thirteen. Oh, I'm on that FIFA eighteen. I am taking challengers. I'm taking challengers. You can find me on PS4 on the PSN network at Zombino Thirteen. Z O M B I N H O one three. Um, I'm usually I'm playing this game Fortnite. It's fucking badass. Is it, is it free? free? Yeah, well, it was free, but I don't know if it's free. Um, you can give us a call anytime at what's number, Chris? Uh, still. Over, still. 562 641 5277. That's 562 641 Lawrence. You can always email us at riotspodcast at gmail.com. Also, you know, give us a five star review on the iTunes. It'd be nice. And if you if you give us a five star review, um, give us a screen cap of it, uh, and we will send you guys a sticker. Um, so let us know that. Um, if you guys want to send us any voicemails, just give me the number of that. We're gonna try to get more uh, back on our live show schedule. I think people have been asking about that. We're gonna get back on that. And then uh, we're talking about our off season scheduling, so um, keep an eye out for that. Um, we're deciding, still deciding on what we're gonna do in the summer. 
we'll be here for at least next week. We'll be back for sure. Yeah, and then keep in mind, uh, we're probably going to do Super Pod pretty soon, probably in the next month. Um, keep an eye for that. We'll, we'll let you guys know when it happens. Uh, but until next time, bye. Go Dodgers. Go Dodgers. Go, go Dodgers. Justin Turner, I love you. You ginger. You beautiful Sexy ginger. Fuck. LBC represent, bitch. For sure. LBC. LBC. Over there.